going on, y'all? This is Bud Elliott of the Nolcast, and uh, welcome in to a little Nolcast National Signing Day nighttime live stream. Maybe you'll listen to this and go to bed. Um, maybe you'll have nightmares about today. I don't really know. I don't have this scripted. Got some notes on my phone. We'll see how this goes. want to thank all of our sponsors here, obviously. Louisiana Hot Sauce, Tarpon Cellars Winery, Legendary Team, 844-FSU-LOAN, 844-FSU-LOAN, and of course, Congruity HR Solutions. Make sure you guys support our sponsors. Really appreciate y'all keeping the show going. Uh, I think we had a really good day of content today across the network I work for. Uh, hope you guys watch this on CBS Sports HQ, on the 24-7 Sports YouTube live feed. Hopefully on Cover 3, we had Barton back and you know, talked a little Vanderbilt recruiting. And of course, for the seven-hour-long on the bench, Knowles 24-7 YouTube show, which I know Ingram was on as well. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool day of content. Unfortunately, FSU, uh, you know, for you guys listening out there, probably uh, probably not as not as much fun, judging by the text messages and uh, the you know, signal messages and all, all that kind of stuff. Probably not, probably not a real great day for y'all. Um, little macro, little micro. Tomorrow morning, I'll be going and driving pretty early to go pick up my son. And uh, we're going to go to his Christmas show. That'll be cool. And uh, hopefully you guys can find something to check out of this nightmare as well. Because I don't know what to say. Like, I'm not out, but I'm kind of out. Norvell and company kind of got screwed last year by the COVID class. Kind of robbed them of their opportunity to have a, a real impactful class, you know, first full season class, what you needed to do. It was tough. This was the year they needed to hit out of the ballpark, and ultimately they didn't do it. I think that's on some of Mike's assistance. I think that's on some of the hires they made. Ultimately, if you're the head guy, it'll come back on you if you don't get it fixed. And we'll see how well Mike can get it fixed. Um, Travis Hunter thing today. Ingram will be on for a little more full show tomorrow, I think. We'll talk a little more about it. But ultimately, guys, I don't really put that one on him that much. I suspect the staff knew Tuesday. Not all. Certainly not all. In fact, I think because of how much me, me, me was going on, I, I think – some of the guys on staff were keeping some of the stuff from the other guys. I think they may they may have known something was weird yesterday, Tuesday. I don't think they knew something was weird earlier than that because they did their whole social media plan based on, you know, going platinum, which was the the phrase that Hunter had used on the group chat. I don't think you you make you make a a you know like the day of graphics about the going platinum plan if you knew earlier. So I can't blame Travis Hunter at all, man. That's a guy who's going to go to go to the NFL whether he plays at Florida State, Jackson State, Delta State, wherever. He's got that kind of talent. He's a stay healthy for three years and go pro type guy. And with the NIL potential opportunities. We haven't seen exactly what they are yet. I can't blame him. I would have done the same damn thing if I was him. 
if, if if what I suspect happened, happened. We'll see if it did. The other ones, though, those hurt. We spoke on the last time that I was on this show with Ingram about the need for Mike Norvell to make staff changes before signing day, before the shit hit the fan today. Those changes need to be made. Ultimately, you know, I mean, you you got some high-profile analysts. Who, who did they get you? You got some coaches who are going to sit in, in the recruiting meetings and say, we're good. We're good. But you weren't. You got a couple guys on the staff who I think are legitimate dudes. And if I'm those guys, I'm talking to my agent straight up and saying, hey, if shit goes south here, get me somewhere good. Can you keep Dugans after you didn't sign a receiver? I don't think so. Who did Bartow get you? Who did Watson get you? You know? You lose Tyree West. You know, today, guy, you, got, you pretty much thought you had sewn up. You lose Mortimer. You don't end up getting Earl Little. Okay. That's kind of why you hired Randy Shannon, right? You bring him on as an analyst. Pretty smart $40,000 spent, I think, as an analyst. Then you uh, you promote him to defensive coordinator. I don't get that one, personally. Um, we've talked for two years. I didn't get the canner hire. Still don't. I think that was a mistake. So where I am with this staff, basically, there's a couple guys I trust who are going to go on to good things. And there's a couple guys, honestly, who I think are not. And I, as I said in the last show, I don't expect for Mike Norvell to get a perfect staff hired in the first time or even the second time. But if he doesn't, make some changes. Figure out who's not worth a damn on his staff, both on the coaching staff and in the back offices there. Hard for me to really buy in, in, into this rebuild. And as you guys know, I'm a guy that said, hey, this staff has a huge challenge in front of them. This is a long-term rebuild, right? It's not a short, quick fix. If you have, you know, a transition class under Willie, and then you have kind of a lame duck class, and then you have another transition class, and then you have a COVID class, the roster is going to be built, you know, kind of banged up for quite a while. But it doesn't mean you can sit on your laurels. I'll be watching closely. Do they make changes? Do they have a new, you know, DPP? Do they have a new receivers coach? What are you doing at the end coach? Are you sure Shannon should be the defense coordinator? I like the move of, of, of promoting Tokars. I think Atkins is a damn good coach and will go somewhere long after this staff has gone from FSU. We'll see about the rest, man. We will see about the rest. That's kind of where I am. It's just like, why, why, why should you buy on? Or like, why, what, what are you buying on at this point? A couple individual coaches, but it's very much show me time. Show me, because they, I, I, I think Norvell. Watch that press conference today. Tell me he wasn't fuming. Tell me he didn't feel like he just got hung out to dry in those meetings that they had 
for weeks and months. Hey, coach, we're good. Hey, I feel like we're at. We're good. Yep. Not happening. I think he was. I think he was pissed. If that anger that I think is there, if that translates into changes on the staff, all right. Maybe I'll buy in. Still a major underdog for the for the staff to work here now after today. This was the stat. This was the year you had to knock out of the park. Most likely, if you're going to work out, they didn't do it. So doesn't mean they're going to make changes. You know, like head coach change or anything like that. I don't think it's likely to happen. Obviously, they're. They need to have some kind of stability, but uh, yeah, not uh, not an encouraging day ultimately at all. Just a, a big time missed opportunity. All right, what do we have? Um, you want to go over the class? I guess I don't know. Does it feel inconsequential? I guess we'll see. Yeah, Mike Mike looked flustered today in the press conference. I think he looked like a guy that that dudes who he thought he could trust let down. Because you know what? That's what happened. That's why you pay some of these guys that money. So they have that contact so you don't miss out on a kid like that. All right. Um, Garrett says, uh, it's not a bad class. It's just not what it could have been. Yeah, that's true. But is it a class with enough difference makers to make up for the fact that you had a COVID class last year? No, it's not. Let's be real here. Not enough early impact guys in this class to get you where you want to go. Just not. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and talk. Uh, let's talk about the class, actually. Probably a good idea. I'll go ahead and use the uh, 24-7 sports rankings here. Where possible, I feel like they're better, to be frank, this year. Really trust those guys we have doing the rankings for us. Um, all right, Sam McCall. I think he's a stud, a really athletic guy, and somebody who should probably just, on pure athleticism, see the field early. Uh, Azariah Thomas, again, smart player, really athletic, athletic family. I think he has a chance to make an impact pretty early. A.J. Duffy, you know, solid quarterback prospect. What do we have? Top 15 QB. Not like a Trevor Lawrence, you know, super early impact type. But I know Tokars has been working with him on trying to get him learn the uh, the offense. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how, how you know, he comes in and maybe makes an impact early. Maybe he doesn't. He's not like a no-doubt early impact guy to me. Julian Armella, uh, tall, in better shape, not the longest of arms. We think he's an interior guy, uh, but a, a nice – first of all, I think he's a solid player. Second of all, it's a good PR win for the staff to go ahead and get him late tonight to, uh, to salvage that after it looked like he wasn't going to sign, which, I mean, again, would be kind of a disaster. Uh, Jalen Early, I, uh, the, the staff likes – Quayshawn Sapp, okay. Offensive tackle, obviously. Rodney Hill, um, I think the staff likes him quite a bit. Pretty versatile back. You know, could could do some running back, could do some receiver type stuff for you. Uh, whatever helps you spend the press conference, I guess. Let's see, Daniel Lyons, 
some upside, I think, like not a bad player. But again, I mean, you only sign six guys in the top 350 nationally on the composite. That's tough. You don't send a letter of intent to Antavius Woody. I think there's kind of multiple issues there, right? You have the the academics and you have Auburn. Um, uh, Dinosaur Phil says you don't see you don't seem sold on these linemen. Um, no, it's a numbers game. I don't think any of these guys are guaranteed early impact dudes. Maybe Pritchett could have been, uh, but no, I, I I don't. I think they all have work to do. So um, that's kind of where you are right now as a program. Uh, Omar Graham had a really nice senior season. Dr. Richardson did not. In fact, I think he's probably more of like a 2024 impact guy. He hasn't gotten much bigger, and I don't think he was all that great as a senior uh, now that he signed. You know, you got him. You take a shot on him. He's got that length. He's got some athleticism. Uh, Aaron Hester's a kid I like quite a bit. Pro potential maybe is lower because of, of the arm length, but I think he can be a good college player for you. You know, uh, Bishop Thomas didn't play senior year. I liked his athleticism in the open field as a junior, but again, didn't play as, as, as a senior. Omar Graham uh, is a guy I think had a really nice senior year, but it's a lot of attacking downhill. It's a lot of blitzing off the edge. Can he cover in space? You know, we'll we'll see. Um, what else here? Brian Courtney, they like the athleticism, probably tight end, but hell, maybe you could play him on defense depending on what happens. Kanaya Charlton, look, they know they, they like this kid. I'll tell you that. I think he's actually not that bad. Uh, he's kind of like a bad body, better athleticism than you realize type dude. So, uh, and then Jarrell Powers, who I think improved a decent bit this year. It's a fine class. You put it with a COVID class and a transition class. It's getting late early, guys. It's getting late early. I'm going to go over some stuff here. In my notes. Uh, who'd you get out of Georgia that you didn't have over the summer? Who'd you lock up you know, from South Florida? Got to be better than that. Whiffed on Besaint, whiffed on Mortimer, whiffed on Nigel Lake Kelly. The dudes you hired to have connections down there in South Florida? Didn't work. They didn't get. They didn't get. It, they didn't get it done for you. Um, I will say this though. Two things. You, you definitely would rather have what happened to you, I think, with Travis Hunter than not. It probably sounds crazy to y'all, but 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 hear me out on this. What happens if you don't get Travis Hunter to commit to you ever? What happens if Travis Hunter is not the lead recruiter for you, right? You don't get Sam McCall. I mean, Woodson's a hell of a recruiter. Woodson is a guy who will get a if, – if this staff gets fired eventually, Woodson will get a job elsewhere. You know. But they don't get Sam McCall based on Woodson's recruiting. 
Hunter got Sam McCall to Florida State. I got told flat out, jokingly, but like also serious, hey, you should list Sam, you should list Travis Hunter as Sam McCall's lead recruiter. All right, I buy that. You know. Uh there's a couple other kids in this class too. I don't think would be in this class if Travis Hunter, you know, had not been in the class. So is it embarrassing for this staff? Yeah. Did other staffs know about this? I really don't think so, to be honest. But he did get you some guys being in the class for 14 months or however long he was committed. So there's actually a little bit, very small amount, you know, silver lining here. Other stuff in my sheet. Uh Destin Hill. I wonder if he's going to be a summer guy. Again. If I'm Mike, I'm pissed. Four State's a good job. You know, is it a top five job? Probably not. It's still a pretty damn good job. And some of the guys that he's been relying on, I think have either been lying to him or just been flat out wrong. I didn't know they were wrong. I like Dante Anderson as a preferred walk-on. That's a pretty good get. I don't think he's a guy that has the length to play at FSU as, as a scholarship guy necessarily right off the bat. That's a pretty good walk-on. We'll see. Uh, Shark Bites says FSU has some selfish boosters who won't change their ways. I, I told you guys over the summer, the the, the dude they had running the, the NLI or the uh, – you know, NIL program, he left for what? The Pistons? I thought he was doing a good job. Dude, the head take it over? I don't trust. If Alford doesn't doesn't make some changes there, I'm a little skeptical of him as well. Um anyway, I mean if, if you're if you're Mike, you you probably have two years just based on the buyout type stuff and the need to get everything settled. What do you do in the next two years? Is there any way you can get this thing turned around to where the fans will will buy in again? I don't know. Maybe maybe you can, but you lost to Jacksonville State. We'll see. That's a bad loss. They're not going to fire him tomorrow like that. Like that's just not going to happen. They're, they're they're still paying Willie's buyout. But you can't go into another recruiting class. You can't go into another season with these guys on this staff who told you they were good on kids and they weren't like you. I can't trust these guys anymore. If I'm Mike, just can't a couple guys I can trust, you know, he's known yak for a long time. I assume he trusts yak still Atkins. He's known Thompson forever. Thompson's not a plus in recruiting, I don't think. Obviously, Woodson. Other than that, I don't know. We'll see. Just not a good enough class to make up for the COVID class last year and the transition class. This is a class you need to knock out of the park with Florida and Miami making coach changes, and you didn't. And 
if you don't do something really big next year, this will probably be the class you look back on and say, yeah, this is what got Norvell fired. If he does do something, if he makes some changes, if they can win more games, I think they're going to win next year. Maybe they hit it out of the park with the portal. We'll see. But realistically, uh, it's hard for me to take – it's hard for me to take them seriously until I see them make a lot of staff changes. Because how do you trust these guys again? Anyway, uh, over under two and a half changes. On the coaching staff, if we count Dillingham over, if we don't, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, Thumbs up on the video. It's pretty much what I have for tonight, guys. Quick rundown of the class. I'll give you kind of some more thoughts on, on some of these dudes' abilities tomorrow. But I figured we should check in. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I miss on some of these coaches. I also first guessed some of these hires, right? I didn't like the DPP hire when they made it. We talked about it on this show. I said, what, what are you doing that? Why? Why? I didn't like the Randy Shannon hire either. You didn't get Saint. You didn't land her a little. And he got promoted to the defense coordinator. UCF and Florida are probably laughing. Personally. That's my thought. Or at least guys on that staff are. So. All right. We will talk to you guys next time. Ingram and, and Bud will be back. That's me, of course. And thumbs up on the video. Hope you all enjoyed it. And I will talk to you. Uh, tomorrow, maybe Friday, we'll, we'll figure it out. Everybody have a good one. And hey, top 15 class is fine. It's just not, uh, it's not the class you need to pull out of a COVID class last year. Take care, guys.